up, wake up, cause this is Wake Up and Go. So wake me up when it's all over. With Div and Joe. I love the morning show. Woo! They keep it fun in the morning. All the great songs in one place. Kiss 92. Oh, what a long week ahead. <laughs> I'm so tired from yesterday. <laughs> this is the shortest week in the world. One day work week. Hey, I'm just curious as well as to how many people might actually be awake. Ah. I wonder, you know, sometimes who we talk to this early in the morning. Well, if you are awake, send us a text, you know, so that we know that we're not just shouting into the void. Yeah, yeah. Just send hi. Just <laughs> H-I to 8855 so we can just understand who we're talking to or if we even need to come in this early in the morning. What? All the great songs in one place. Kiss. Kiss 92. Wake up and go with Div and Joe and today is a very interesting day. Yes. It's the 5th of November. Remember, remember the 5th of November with gunpowder treason and plot. I can think of no reason the gunpowder treason should ever be forgotten. What is the gunpowder treason? I forgot already. So it's, it's, uh, it's got to do with Guy Fawkes. <laughs> okay. It's Guy Fawkes Day. Oh, yeah. Yes. And you know this is the mask that I think most famously Anonymous wears or from the movie V for Vendetta or if uh, you actually approached that topic earlier on, it would have been the graphic novel. Ah, right. Yes. I see, I see. Alan Moore. But okay, so the history of this gunpowder plot, right? Yeah. So it was actually all the way back in the 1600, 1605 when uh, some people tried to blow up parliament and kill the king of England. Ooh. Yeah, so essentially they commemorate this holiday by burning effigies of this symbolic villain called Guy Fawkes and they set off fireworks as well. Yeah, and it was only you know quite recently that it entered mainstream culture, I think most famously through the graphic novel V for Vendetta. Mm-hmm. And then they talked about you know how this is a symbol for protest, but it only really became a symbol of protest in 2006 ah. when people opposed the movie <gasps> because it was so... Uh, well, um, I, I guess activist in nature. Right, right, right. right. So the counter-protesters wore Guy Fox masks. Wow. Yeah. So essentially this holiday has inspired people on both sides because it's pretty, pretty incendiary. Haha, <laughs> literally. It, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. It is, it is, <laughs> has become the symbol for protest. I see. Yeah. Everybody from Julian Assange to, you know, people from Anonymous themselves have put on this mask, especially when they want to protest things like Scientology or, right. or you know, any, any big, big movement. I see. So it started off as a very kind of like a pro-establishment holiday and now you can use it to like oppose things. Uh, yes, so yes, I think so. I, oh, wow. I, yeah, it was, it was a, like a warning. I see. Yeah. I mean, you obviously connect quite a lot to the movie. Why, why do you like it so much? Oh, I love everything about it uh, from the fact that Agent Smith is V for Vendetta. <laughs> and the way he delivers his lines, the way he moves, like there's so much performance what's theatre in it and you don't even see his face half the time actually you know uh, Celeste and I were talking about uh, our favourite movies of all time the other day that would be my favourite movie of all time for real yeah V for Vendetta what's yours Celeste Uh, let me think about it okay we'll probably have to give Celeste I think 500 years for her to make a decision but do you have one off the cuff of your head Uh, I'm pretty let me guess Mission Impossible (laughs) no Mission Impossible 2 okay All the great songs in one place. Wake up and go with Dev and Joe. And since we're on the topic of movies, Mm -hmm. now we can't get out of it, right? So Mm -hmm. I think, you know, when we talk about movies, when people talk about good movies, they should separate it into two categories. 
movies that they really like and good movies. Because your ah. favourite movies might not be the best movies. It's true, it's true. Right? Like how Shan Wee's favourite movie is Mean Girls. Oh no, that's a good movie. Oh, right. <laughs> it is good, what are you saying? <laughs> no, okay, so so what's the deal? What are you, some of your favourite movies? Right. They don't have to be good movies. So the ones that I like, yeah. but are not necessarily good. I, I don't know, I think it's just really hard for me because my taste is so exquisite, you know? By it, exquisite, you mean atas lah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, with I'm the just, Sentosa Cove cuttlefish. Yeah, with the Sentosa cuttlefish ah, okay. and the Sentosa Cove. <laughs> <laughs> I, okay, I really like Spirited Away. I like like that's beautiful. Uh, yeah the Miyazaki animation. Okay. I think that's all gorgeous. It's almost scenic. It is scenic. It is scenic. scenic. And okay. it's, it's incredible how they can take 2D animation and make it look more real and fluid than 3D animation. Oh, you're gonna love this series on Amazon. It's called Undone. Okay. Yeah, it's great. Okay. I don't know if it's as scenic though. But okay. it's got that 2D, 3D thing. Cool, cool. Check it out. What about you, Celeste? Uh, one of my favourite movies is About Time. <gasps> the one that stars yes. Rachel McAdams and oh. also Donald Gleeson. Yeah? Donald Gleeson. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I really don't know Donald Gleeson. Yeah, yeah. It's a, a, about time travel, but in a very heartwarming fashion. Yeah. yeah. It's got Ooh. that British vibe to it. The same way I feel Yesterday does. Mm. Ah. Uh, and that's a show that I like. I also really like Cashback. Also in that same kind right, of genre. Right. But I same feel these vibe. are all good movies. You know, they're not like movies you'd be ashamed to admit to liking. Well, I don't know if people consider Yesterday as a good oh, movie. I it's do. just very charming, I feel. I, I think it's so well made. The dialogue is so well crafted as well. It's very light, right? Mm-hmm. Light and fluffy. But, but is there anything you're ashamed of liking? Ashamed of liking? Wow. Hmm. Wow, that's a different question for a different talk set. I feel we should come back to that one. <laughs> okay. Check it, Check out. it out. All the great songs in one place. Wake Up and Go with Div and Joe. And hey, we were talking about movies that are... I don't know. They, they make us feel shameful. Oh, I mean, they're shameful if we admit to liking them. But if nobody knows and you don't announce it on national radio, then you're fine. Ah. Ah. Well, alas, <laughs> we're, we're paid to kind of embarrass ourselves. There so we we're going to talk about guilty pleasures, okay? I guess, you know, even if you don't feel so much ashamed by it, just the kind of movie that you go back to over and over again, regardless of what anybody else says. Uh-huh. So what's it for you, Joe? Okay, I don't know whether I keep going back to it because I can't find it anymore. But I did really like Mannequin 2. Mannequin on the move. Does anybody remember this movie? No. Oh my gosh. Okay, it was from 1991. It was about a mannequin coming to life and a store assistant falling in love with her. Okay, never mind. You know what? I guess it's not embarrassing if nobody knows about the movie, but basically it was pretty trashy. Go me! Is this a biopic? Wow, I'm flattered. What about you, uh, Celeste? Uh, I really like the Mamma Mia movies. Oh, okay. <laughs> I know some people thought it's quite lame mm, and tacky, yeah. but uh, the ABBA songs <laughs> worked did. for me. Okay, yeah, that's yeah. not so bad, right? Yeah, yeah. I am reserving my judgment. <laughs> hey, mannequin. <laughs> I'll take it. How about uh, you, Div? Anybody remember the movie uh, Waterworld? Yeah, I do. I quite like that movie. It's super trashy. <laughs> But I like it. Uh-huh. It's Kevin Costner and he's got webbed feet and, and gills. So you go figure. Right. Okay. But isn't that immortalized in the Sentosa now? Kind of, yeah. That's actually what all the Universal Studios kind of have in common all across the world. They have right. this entire Waterworld-themed set, right? Okay. Where you get splashed if you're in the first row of the audience. But if you've seen the movie... You should be embarrassed. <laughs> yeah. Just by participating. Anyway, uh, we've got Seal It With A Kiss coming right up. So if you'd like to celebrate anything at all, you can WhatsApp us right now at 8855 All the great songs in one place. Kiss. 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 92. Top of the morning. Wake up and go with Dev and Joe. It's time for... Seal It With A Kiss. And we're waking up with Leroy this morning. Hi, Leroy. Hi. 
Hi, are you still in bed? <laughs> yeah, I just woke up. <laughs> nice, we're, we're so jelly. Uh, hey, okay, tell us what you'd like to celebrate today. Uh, I would like to celebrate my mother's birthday. Your, Your mother's birthday, is it? Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Okay, what would you like to say to your mom? I would like to thank her for what she has done uh, over the years. That's beautiful. Short and sweet. And we're going to hook you up with a prize, actually. That's right. It's worth $290. It's a magnetic meridian protein therapy from Endowed Skin and Body Lab, which incorporates a combination of both Western science and TCM principles to bring your mom the very best results. And just say thank you. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) We hope you enjoy it. And hey, you get to pick a song as well for Seal It With a Kiss. What's it going to be? Can't help. Falling in love with you. Oh, perfect. We have the UB40 version. We're going to get that for you. So you have to give your mom a big fat kiss on national radio. One, two, three, go. Yeah. Well done, Leroy. Wake me up before you go. go. Wake up and go with Div and Joe. I love it. Can't get enough. It's my favorite show on Kiss 92. Top of the morning, wake up and go with Dev and Joe. Coming up in just a bit, we've got What the Fact. And did you know you could be right-handed, left-handed, but also right-eared and huh? left-eared? Huh? Yeah. Can I be like left nostril and right nostril? I'm for you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> also, we've got something very exciting happening. Amex's Shop Small Kiss Me 92 is going to come back. It's a grand movement to support small local businesses. We'll tell you all about that in just a bit. Station. Turn it up loud. All the great songs in one place. Kiss 92. Wake up and go with Div and Joe. It's time for... What the... What the... What, what, what the fact? Okay, this is pretty interesting. So generally, you know, we're all aware that we can be sort of left-handed, right-handed. Some people are ambidextrous. But this also extends, according to the University of Dresden in Germany, uh, people can be left-eared or right-eared. What does that mean? So they have a preference. They call it preference year. Which year you kind of lean on to listen out for like very soft sounds. If you want extra clarity, you will kind of depend on one year over the other. Right. Yeah. Uh, do you think people are aware of which year they tend to favor? Because I don't think. I think it happens subconsciously. Uh-huh. But also the percentage is also not as distinct as with left-handed people and right-handed people. So 62% of the 300 people tested were right-eared. 21% were left-eared. 17% showed no preference. Ah. Yeah, this is compared to uh, left-handed and right-handed people, right? So 84% of people are right-handed, 10% left-handed, and 6% were ambidextrous. All right. Which is interesting because I am left-eared but right-handed. How do you know you're left-eared? Oh, I often lean on my left ear or if I pick up the phone call and in a noisy place, I will shift to the left ear to hear it clearer. I see. Yeah. Mm. What about you guys? Do you guys have any notice or preference? I know for a fact I'm left-nostrilled. Yes. I really am. Yes. I really am. You know how some people they breathe better through one nostril? <laughs> Actually, most people only breathe out through one nostril. Ah, there we go. At a time. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I thought that was obvious. <laughs> okay, okay, but, but let's just test it out. Okay, I'm going to breathe into the microphone. Right. This is my right nostril. Okay. This is my left one. Oh, there you go. Can you hear it? Joe breathes through a right nostril and left ear. <laughs> 
All the great songs in one place. Rihanna with We Found Love, Calvin Harris on that one as well. Wake Up and Go with Div and Joe. And wow, look at this. Finally, we've got a short list of, uh, you know, list of names for the baby panda. Oh, wow. And you know, we have to confirm these names soon because pandas are usually named within 100 days of their birth and it's now already 81 days old. Failing which, uh, he won't know what to write down on his <laughs> test papers, right? So uh, he's all of four kilos now, this cute little bundle of joy. Uh, he's making funny noises and you can, I think, check out some of the clips that are posted. Oh yeah, it's always on Mothership or uh, you can also check out, you know, Wildlife Reserve Singapore as well. Yeah. Okay, so what are the shortlisted names, Joe? Alright, so we have Hong Hong, which means magnificence. Ooh. We have Le Le, which is kind of an abbreviation of Shi Le Po, which is the old name for Singapore. Nice. We have Xin Le, which means Singapore's joy. And Xin Yang, which is Singapore's sun. And finally, Xin Yuan, which is fate in Singapore. Wow. Wow. Okay, so a lot of names, uh, you know, to do with Singapore. It's history, it's culture. Mm-hmm. Which one uh, of the shortlisted names do you like best? I personally like either Le Le or Hong Hong because, you know, like, it's a very Chinese thing, right? Mm. Whenever we have a name anyway, we will immediately take, like, the last syllable of it and repeat it. Right. Mm. So, for example, my name is Si Min, but people just call me, like, Min Min last time. I see. Or if you're, like, Divian, people just go, Hey, Vien Vien, Vien Vien. Uh, that's never happened. <laughs> yeah. Thankfully. And I feel like we should stick to the pattern as well because it's Jia Jia Kai Kai. So, you know, it's got to be a le, double le. word. Yeah. Yeah. Le Le. Right yeah. now, less less. <laughs> okay, no. Again, doesn't work. I'm just saying my submission didn't make it, you know. What, what did you it? suggest? Motaba. Oh. oh. Sad kiss. All the great songs in one place. Can we, can we roll that, please? Kiss 92. Wake up and go with Div and Joe, and we're so, so excited because, you know, Kiss Me 92 is back. Uh, you remember, you know, a couple of uh, months ago, we had this entire initiative to support all these small local businesses. Now, mm-hmm. this time, Amex is coming on board. So it's Amex's Shop Small and Kiss Me 92 all together for a very special edition. And what's going to happen is we're going to give away prizes out the Wahoo, $25,000 <laughs> worth of radio advertising packages to be won. Also, an iPhone 12 Pro up for grabs. Oh, wow. And all you have to do is visit any of Amex's Shop Small merchants, spot the Shop Small and Kiss Me 92 joint decal at the stores and snap a picture of it. Then just post it on Instagram with a recommendation on the merchant and remember to include the hashtags KissMe92 and ShopSmallSG. So it's kind of the same way it worked the last time on all the merchants, right? They will have a decal. You'll see Amex and uh, you know, Kiss Me 92 on it. Mm-hmm. You take a picture. Make sure to set your Instagram account on public so that we can count your vote. So if you post it with a creative version of the post, ah. you could walk away with an iPhone 12 Pro worth $1,000. But if you and many other friends, you know, post for the shop and give them a recommendation as well, the shop that gathers the most number of unique posts will win a radio ad package worth $25,000. And we've got two of these packages to give away to the two small businesses that gather the most number of posts. Wow, and this is all thanks to American Express. And for more details, visit AmericanExpress.com.au SG slash shop small. Once again, you have now till the 31st of December to do this. Wake up and go with Div and Joe. Kiss 92. That's the Killer Roy. Justin Bieber's in that one as well. Stay. And thank you for keeping us company on uh, Kiss 92. It's Div and Joe. Uh, we're talking about, you know, this interesting correlation between sleep and walking. Yeah, you know how sometimes when we wake up really early in the morning and we haven't slept enough, we can't pork trottily. 
What I mean, we- talk properly. <laughs> what, what do you mean, sometimes? Oh, uh, yeah, that's right. But did you know that if we don't get enough sleep, we might not be able to walk properly as well? I, I mean, it doesn't seem surprising. Really? Yeah, it doesn't, I mean, of course, if you're tired, then you might, you know, be affected in the way you operate, your gait, your everything. What? You think so? I, I feel like walking is one of those things which is like breathing is instinctive. You don't like forget how to breathe, right? No, no, no. I think you have to consciously adjust your body as you, you know, pace yourself and walk. You are absolutely... Absolutely correct, and you've been proven right by a study uh, with sleep-deprived Brazilian university students. Poor things, right? So they put them on a treadmill, and they tried to get them to walk in time with a metronome. And they were off rhythm, they missed beeps, and they were just not walking. They were walking really weird. I feel like this is a pagro experiment from a bunch of scientists that didn't like another bunch of scientists. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, I think it was a fairly obvious result, and then they just did this experiment anyway. But here's another interesting fact about your gait, right? Did you know it strongly correlates to your intelligence. Well, maybe not so much your gait, but the pace of how you walk. I feel really stressed. I feel like on this show, right? Yeah. I feel that, first of all, like if you remember a lot of numbers, then you're smart. And if uh-huh. you walk properly, you're smart. And I can do neither of those things. So, so wait, 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 wait. Before we come to that conclusion, uh, Joe, do you find yourself walking faster or slower? Let because one, about- one result correlates to higher intelligence. I'm trying to spot the correct answer. Yeah. <laughs> faster. You walk faster. I do. That correlates to higher intelligence. Oh, well, then me. And, and, wow. a, and a better quality of life. So it indicates good brain health and therefore uh, a good control over your physiological functions. I feel it's bad for your emotional health though because I'm always the person on the MRT escalator going like, <sighs> like I'm always trying to get past people because right. people are always walking slower than me. Ah, why don't you take the stairs or the lift? I'm not that healthy. We're now questioning this study. <laughs> What's up, I'm Beyonce. Hey, it's Katy Perry. Hey, hey, this is your girl Lady Gaga. And you're listening to Wake Up and Go with Dev and Joe. All the great songs in one place. Kiss 92. Hey, you're never going to guess what they're going to turn old Changi Hospital into. New Changi Hospital. <laughs> No, it's, I- it's a crowdsource initiative. Lucky they didn't source from you, Joe. <laughs> and also coming up, if you want to score those $80 petrol vouchers from Esso, that's on the way. You keep it locked in to Wake Up and Go with Div and Joe. Wake Up and Go. With Div and Joe, all the great songs in one place. Kiss 92. Wake up and go with Div and Joe. And uh, here's a wonderful competition that uh, took place back in April. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was called Charmingly Changi. Oh. Very nice, right? And yeah. they had uh, two categories, right, that called for public submissions. One open category where the prize was $6,000. And uh, the tertiary category where the top prize was $3,000. And they called for, you know, ideas for how to kind of reinvent the place. All right. So they wanted to reinvent both Changi Point the wider area as well as the old Changi Hospital. Yeah, and I think the highlight, uh, you know, submission was definitely the one for old Changi Hospital. Uh-huh. Yeah, have you guys ever, you know, snuck in or been around the area? Nope. I'm a law-abiding citizen. <laughs> <laughs> Who would do that? No, it's it's a very, very <laughs> creepy place and I think it held a lot of, uh, you know, strange secrets. You've been? Ish. Ish. <laughs> I shall not confirm nor deny my involvement in visiting Old Changi Hospital. But in any case, the new submission for it uh, looks absolutely fantastic. It's called Ascending to the Sky. And they basically kind of turned it, uh, this idea, of course, uh, to a stargazing point. 
Oh, wow. I, I mean, my impression of the place is that people went there to gaze at other things. It's the depths <laughs> yeah. of human terror. <laughs> no, <laughs> Do you think they'll be able to shake that brand? A hundred percent. If you, so? if you just look at the mock-up, you know, of uh, you know their proposal ascending to the sky, they've got rolling hills around the whole building. They've res- you know kept the architectural integrity of the place, mm-hmm. uh, and it's it's gonna be you know just a point to look at stars. I think it'll be wonderful. Okay, just don't look behind you. <laughs> just look up. Yeah. Also, Changi <laughs> Point is gonna be turned into kind of like a nature trail. Ah. That's gonna be quite beautiful as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I think the whole point of the submissions was that they had to preserve the integrity of the area, right? They yeah. don't want to have a whole bunch of redevelopment. They just kind of want to showcase Changi as it is in its charming state. Yeah, so Changi Point's nature and nurturing proposal called for a forest trail. It will restore some of the indigenous plants there as well as a coastal walk showcasing public art. And there's also going to be like seating for sunset viewing, you know. All right. But at the same time, don't look behind you. Ah. <laughs> That's true. But, you know, let us know what you feel about these things at uh, 88550920. Do you like it? Do you hate it? Let us know. Wake up and go. Go. Let's go. They play the best, best music with Div and Joe on Kiss 92. Oh my gosh, get this, one of the biggest YouTubers in the world is actually going to do a live mock-up of Squid Game in about a week's time with 456 contestants as well. His name is Mr. Beast. Ah, oh, that is crazy. I kind of wonder though, what would the Singaporean equivalent of that be? We're going to talk about it in just a bit and we've got a prize up for grabs. That's right. It's a festive gift bundle from Orange Clove Catering worth over $120 for all your holiday food needs. Also, Kiss of Life coming right up. You keep it locked in the meantime to Kiss 92. My favorite station. Turn it up loud. All the great songs in one place. Kiss 92. Wake up and go with Div and Joe. And oh my gosh, one of the biggest YouTubers in the world, Mr. Beast, uh, actually just shared uh, an almost identical looking set uh, to Squid Game on his uh, you know social media accounts. And you know when Mr. Beast tries to put something like this out, mm-hmm. it's going to be epic. It's almost always epic. I looked at the photographs of it. I have to say it is like shot for shot, right? It really looks identical to the different games that were played in the show. You know, the one where they were playing with marbles, the ones we were playing with, okay, I shall say no more in case there are some people who still haven't watched the show. <laughs> I think by this point in time, if you haven't watched the show, it's too bad, sorry. <laughs> uh, but, you know, he's actually, you know, also put up a tweet saying, I wish the 456 contestants good luck next week. So it's going to be crazy. Oh my gosh, who are these people? I'm so jealous. I kind of want to play, but I don't want to travel all the way over there. So I think, right, we should have our Singapore version. No, it's true. If there was a Singapore version, Kiss fans, what childhood games should be in it? Okay, let us know. If you think you've heard the last script game, you obviously haven't. But give us your own version of the game. Uh, Give us the rules. And if we like it, we're going to hook you up with the prize. It's a festive gift bundle from Orange Clove Catering worth over $120. And it includes Claus's Baked Gourmet Bread Set, Honey Baked Chicken Ham, and Garlic Rosemary Rotisserie Chicken for all your holiday deliciousness. So what kind, like, childhood games do you think should be in this game like let's let's give some examples Celeste it's kind of like tag but Singapore version would be like ice and water right (laughs) did you all play that when you were younger police and thief yeah Yeah. and then eliminate the losing team altogether wow Wow. okay that's quite crazy (laughs) what about you Joe I think that I was quite good at monkey bars as a kid right yeah so I think monkey bars should be part of it but if you fall off there are real monkeys waiting to grab you Wow. Wow. <laughs> Not sure what uh, Akers would say about that, though. Uh, what about chapte? Like, you know, 15 people in a chapte circle. 
Oh my god. And gosh. then only three people survive. That's I would too be, difficult. Yeah, I would be like one of the first two people eliminated. <laughs> hey, that could be one of the later stage games, you know? Yeah, yeah, could I be. suppose. But Kiss fans, that's what we're asking for. Give us a childhood game, give us the rules for it. Uh, and WhatsApp is right now at 88550920. Kiss 92. All the great songs in one place. Wake up and go with Div and Joe. And uh, we were having a bit of fun because we heard that Mr. Beast, you know, one of the biggest YouTubers in the world, is actually going to kind of replicate the entire set for Squid Game. Yeah, he's already done the mock-up, right? He's already sort of painted the backdrop in that room where they play the first game. I have to say it is very convincing. It's insane because if you think about it, I think he's going to actually invite 456 contestants. Wow. So you can imagine how big the set will be. That is crazy, but... But it does make me wonder though, are people going to get hurt in this game? Because people want to win, right? <laughs> I mean, you know, he's always safe with it, but always epic as well. So okay. we can't wait for that. But we thought, you know, if there was going to be a version of this in Singapore, which I feel inevitably there will be. Yeah, I mean, there's apparently already one in China. Yeah, you know, yeah. Some other copycat shows elsewhere as well. Dubai had one for Halloween. Oh my gosh. Uh, but if there was one in Singapore, then what versions of the game should be employed? I think we've got some crazy Kiss fans that listen to us <laughs> uh, because they've got some pretty violent suggestions. Yeah, very scary. So, okay, disclaimer, if you've got kids, you might want to cover their ears. Uh, Martin and Shaiful actually have quite an interesting suggestion. Yeah, they say uh, use skipping rope, but with ropes made out of razor blades. <laughs> and then the damage is sort of cumulative. Eventually, somebody will be eliminated. Oh, no. Yeah. That's zero point to the nth degree. I know. Uh, we got this one from Deborah as well, who actually, I think, gave quite a terrifying suggestion. Uh, hopscotch, <laughs> but on a really, really high building, like on a skyscraper. So if you miss the step then you kind of fall off wow it's like a really tiny building though right like I, tiny uh, the size of like a hopscotch or, thing or maybe the bridge connecting two buildings would be in the shape of the hopscotch squares right or maybe it's just really really long hopscotch squares like made out of like 100 squares I and love then you get hopscotch really tired. <laughs> 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 <Meep toop. laughs> hey, uh, but this one uh, coming in from Chung is probably the best suggestion that we've heard in a while yeah, so Chong says, why wait for a fantasy game? Because violence exists in real life. So he says he played this game as a young child at a party where you kind of have to smash the balloons tied to other kids' ankles. Oh, yeah! And there were no rules imposed, so he quickly realised that he could grab and hold the other kids down and stamp on their okay, balloons. Okay, so that means each person has a balloon tied to one ankle and yeah. your objective is to kind of burst the other person's ba- uh, balloon. Yeah. Except that in one small room, there might be like 50 people. That's right. Wow, that is quite Terrifying. And you want to be the last one standing with your balloon. Hey, that's a great game. I, I, Okay, I wouldn't pay money to watch it. <laughs> Publicly. Anyway, uh, Chung, we love your answer. You're walking away with this. That's right. It's a festive gift bundle from Orange Club catering worth over $120. Congratulations. Yay! And uh, it's a whole bunch of festive-themed gifts to give away. Yeah, that's right. We've got Claus's Baked Gourmet Bread Set, Honey Baked Chicken Ham, and Garlic Rosemary Rotisserie Chicken. Hey, it's going to be a lot of fun. And just in time as well for the festive holidays. So good luck with that and congratulations, Chung. Wake up and go. They keep it fun in the morning. With Div and Joe on Kiss 92. What a classic Madonna American Pie. Hope you enjoyed that one as much as we did. Wake up and go with Div and Joe. And, you know, Celeste actually just caught Eternals. Yeah, I did. Wow. Okay, so it's review time. (laughs) How did you feel about it? Because apparently a lot of uh, critics, you know, were kind of bashing the movie. I know. I'm actually really upset that it only scored like 51% on Rotten Tomatoes. Lower than Venom. Yeah, which is an outrage, I feel. (laughs) What would your grading be? 
I would actually give it at least 75. Oh. Yeah, okay. on my books. Close to 80 maybe. Wow. Yeah, for me, for me. So really worth And what did you like most about it? I like the storytelling. I understand why they say it's not like your typical Marvel movie. But at the same time, they're not exactly like the Avengers. I mean, they get into all that in the storytelling yeah, and all. Yeah. And you realise that this is a lot grander and more epic in scale in terms of oh. like what they are to like the Avengers. Right, right. Yeah, so I think you can't really compare them both. It's, and I enjoyed it. It's apples and gods. Yes. <laughs> right, kind of. So Chris is also looking forward to watch this. Uh, yeah, so I'm watching it this Saturday, which is tomorrow, actually. Ah, okay. Yeah. And, and what are you are you looking forward to most about it? Just how they built the world, I guess. Because right. Avengers has been the, the center of the entire Marvel Universe yes. for the longest time, but now they're just expanding it way past that. Okay. Yeah. Joe, are you going to catch this? No. Oh, <laughs> straight up, no? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. You see, I really feel that most of the Avengers are so overpowered. They're close enough to gods. And now you're literally making a movie about these overpowered gods. I just can't take it seriously. I want to see, like, humans struggle, you know? I don't want to see gods complaining about their tiny little love problems. But it's gods versus gods. Yeah, okay. well, I'm not interested. Yeah. So we'll let you know when My Little Pony comes out. <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> yeah, that's literally the best part about the Eternals, right? Yeah. My Little Pony's in it. You get to watch... Extremely Twilight. overpowered things, yeah. Twilight Sparkle versus Thanos. Yes, oh, wow. yes, yes. Best uh, crossover ever. Oh my gosh. Uh, I actually am looking forward to uh, Kumal Nanjani. Oh. Yeah. How, how was he? He was great. I thought the comedy was on point. Yeah. Oh, and uh, fantastic comic relief. So you're going to like it, I think. Like he's one of those people with like epic, epic transformations, right? Mm-hmm. Like him and Adele, you can put up on the same pedestal. Yeah. For yeah. a while, I couldn't reconcile that. Oh, he's like a superhero fighting now. But yeah. But he, he pulled it off. He pulled I it think. off? Yeah. Nice. I mean, to be fair, I mean, if you have more human superheroes like fighting, right, then okay. Who cares about human superheroes? <laughs> they're Eternals. Yeah, they're Eternals, Joe. <laughs> hey, anyway, if you're going to watch the movie, let us know what you think about it on Monday. We'll be back then. Wake up and go. With Dev and Joe. All the hits on KISS 92.